Hey, welcome back to Quick Take. I'm your host, John Sherrod. And again, this podcast is all about focusing on all things Apple. And, um, you know, most of these episodes that I've done have focused on, you know, kind of telling you maybe what's new in the world of Apple and giving my perspective on the latest news and, and rumors and whatnot. Um, but tonight I wanted to um, actually make an app recommendation. Uh, it's so funny. I think all of us kind of tend to have, you know, a handful of apps that we use constantly that are in a regular rotation. And sometimes we'll download one because it looks interesting and we'll play with it for a little while, and then it'll just get regarded to one of the back pages of our or our home screen on the phone, or in um, you know in a folder somewhere, something like that. Um, but I uh, discovered a new app recently that I have absolutely fallen in love with, and um, it's actually an app for tracking reading. Um, and uh, you know, it, as a kid, and all through my teens, for sure, I was a voracious reader. Um, once you know, once I you know, got to the age where I was able to read chapter books, uh, you know, I was just off to the races and and all through those years was just reading constantly. Um, And then I I, I guess in college is where I kind of turned the page on that, if you'll pardon the pun, um, where, you know, most of my reading was, you know, had to be for class and that sort of thing. And I think it just got me out of the habit of uh, reading for enjoyment, whether, whether we're talking about fiction or, or nonfiction. Um, and then, you know, and I've always been a fan of movies and TV as well. And that's such a passive thing. It's easy for me to sit down and watch a TV show, but it's been one of those things where it's been difficult to get back into reading, uh, reading real books again. And it's, it's kind of funny. Um, one of the things that kind of pulled me back in at least a little bit was when Apple introduced, uh, iBooks, uh, for the iPad. And, um, you know, that, that's such an interesting way to read because, You've got a backlit screen, so you can be sitting in a dark room at night and read relatively easily. You can totally control the font size and, and font design. Um, you can tap and hold down on a word to look one up. Um, books are relatively inexpensive. So there's a lot of compelling things about ebooks, whether you're using uh, iBooks or whether you're using uh, Kindle, which is what most people use. Um, that's a really compelling way to do it. And that got me into reading again some for a while. Um, but then I kind of drifted away from it. And um, I don't know if it's just the the um, the novelty of ebooks has kind of worn off for me a little bit, but but honestly, in the last few years, I've gone back more into being interested in reading real physical paper books, and I have gone back and done more of that in the last couple of years than I have in a long time. Um, but it's still been kind of a challenge uh, to get back into it. Um, but I have recently, I've got uh, relatively young kids and. Um, several months ago, picked up a copy of The Hobbit, which I had read years ago, and reread it myself by reading it to them at night. It's like a bedtime story. And uh, they had a good time with that, and I enjoyed it. And so when we finished that, uh, moved on to Lord of the Rings, and I'm about uh, and I'm a little over halfway into that. But uh, I noticed that uh, one of my friends on social media would uh, was, was clearly using an app to track his reading because he would, uh, every day he was sharing... Um, using using the app sharing feature to share uh, what his progress was in whatever book he was reading. And I thought, well, that's just a really great idea to kind of almost gamify the process and, you know, just, you know, give you a reason to keep going back and tracking your progress and that sort of thing. So I downloaded and tried out the app that he was using, which I won't mention because it's not the app I'm going to tell you about tonight. And it was interesting, but didn't really like the design and the interface and the actual process of using the app. Uh, wasn't great, so went to the app store and uh, just searched for reading tracker, 
and uh, came across the app I'm going to tell you about tonight, which is, I believe it's pronounced Leo. I hope I'm saying that right, but it's L-E-I-O. And um, if you search for that in the App Store, they have it available for both uh, iPhone and iPad. I've been using the iPhone version. And um, this spoke to me immediately um, because of how it's designed. Um, You have to go and see it to really get a good sense of what I'm talking about. And you can find it in the App Store or you can go to their website, which is uh, leo, L-E-I-O dot C-O. And they have a lot of screenshots and really break down uh, what it does there. But um, one of the best ways I can describe it is this is, to me, an app that just exemplifies what designing an app for iOS 11 is supposed to be. It's it's clear that the developer um, was... uh, was really uh, trying to uh, to embody what an iOS 11 app should be, and and it's hard to de- describe that maybe without seeing it, but it's very minimalist, um, which I love. Uh, just a white background with black text on it, very simple, very clean, with those big bold headers that uh, that are so common in iOS 11 and Apple's apps. Um, and uh, when you go into it, your your main page is a, is a list of what you're reading, and you can add a book, and uh, it's got a, a barcode scanner, so you can scan the barcode on the book. And it'll look up the ISBN number and show you a, a picture of the book's cover and the name and title and, and all that. Um, and uh, you know when you when you tap on the book, uh, you can tap on the read button and it'll start a timer. So you tap that button, you start reading. Um, when you're done, you, you you hit done, and then you tell it what page you, you read to. And so it uses that and it kind of tracks your progress. And um, not only can you go back and look and see how many times you've read and, and how many pages you read in that session and what the time per page was and that sort of thing, but it'll take that data and extrapolate out and, and kind of estimate what your time left is. And it'll say, hey, you could finish this book by such and such date. And when you tap on that, it'll say, you can, you can, you know, if you read this many pages, this many days a week, you could finish by this date. And it kind of figures that out over time. Um, and that's a really, really cool way to do it because it can kind of give you some goals to set. In fact, you can set specific goals and there's a planner section where you can go in and plan out, um, what you're doing there. And on that planner page at the top there in the top left, there's a a little bar graph icon you can tap on that will, uh, show you on a graph exactly how much reading you've done over whether you're looking at, uh, you know, weeks or months or a year, that sort of thing. Um, just a great app, great idea for an app. Um, and, and I'm just loving it. It's been great. I've, of course, I've been reading, like I said, Lord of the Rings to my kids and tracking that, but also I've added some other books to it and I've been reading some other books um, as well. Um, it has an archive section, and so I went in and scanned some other books that I had read recently just to archive them and add them to the list to, to remind myself that I had read them, um, which is really cool. I guess the only, if I only have maybe one criticism of the, of, of the app at all, it said in that archive section itself is a little confusing. There's a little eyeball that you can tap at the top right that switches the different archive views, and there's like archive and read and not finished. And um, I don't know, that eyeball is a little, a little bit of a quirky way to navigate. I, I wonder if maybe there's a better way to do that. But honestly, that's the only complaint I have about the app. Otherwise, I love everything about using it. Um, it's a free app, um, but with the free app, I think you can only add one book, and then uh, there's a an in-app purchase of $4.99 uh, that unlocks it and you know lets you add all the books that you want uh, to it, uh, which is what I did and what I would recommend doing. But I mean, $4.99 that's a cup of coffee at Starbucks a single time for an app that you can use um, over and over again. So I would encourage you just to just check out this app just to see what it looks like, if nothing else. Um, but give it a try. Again, download it for free 
add a book to it, play around, see what you think. Um, but again, I have been loving this app. And again, that app is called Leo, L-E-I-O. And you can find it on the App Store. That's it for today. But um, again, if you would uh, do me a favor, go into iTunes or the Apple Podcast app and rate the show five stars. That really helps it kind of rise in the iTunes algorithm and more people can find it and get exposed to it that way. Uh, you can also share this episode on social media, and that'd be a big help as well. And if you have a question about Apple or an app recommendation yourself, you can actually download the Anchor app for free, which is what I use to record the show. And you can record a message and send it to me, and I could actually include your question or comment in a future episode. That's it for today, and I'll see you next time on Quick Take.